And remain the same. 
Christine's case must be tested with the most conservative of efforts. She is the one subject to get our program on the map. Seen by wealthy investors salivating at the chance to fatten their wallets. If you, if you continue to defy me, we're asking for government sanctions. Government sanctions. Why won't you? Why can't you just wait? Always oh, such the calculating little cat we are. Yet we must remember the paradox encumbering petty kings of the jungle. Our main king, the prideful lion who sits lazily beneath the shaded trees, only seeks to bide his time. And then there's the lions. You see? I see quite clearly. Oh, but you can't see. No, oh no, you won't see. The fat gazelle on the prairie, the pride must pounce. We've mounced to My good doctor, wait. Indeed, I did. Wait until it was the time. Yes, and it is the time, indeed, for our weak, fragile little flower to be pressed, to be opened, burst forth as the inaugural stem of our machine. I'll have you know whatever metaphorical gazelle you're talking about wouldn't even have so much as stepped on our prairie without my tireless efforts. Oh. But you see the lion and the lioness work as one, as a team. And now it's time to hand the task off to me. For the wealth of information trapped in her little brain must be exposed, extracted, all for the purpose of serving my powerful doctor. <laughs> little deep toils only for the best, only for her doctor, see? And for the machine. I don't like it. I don't like it in the slightest bit. You best be right, Dee. Oh, yes, yes, that's the spirit, sweet doctor. I'll take notes. It's imperative. I check on her well-being. Insubordination? 
Maybe. Better watch out or someone else will use me up before you can. <laughs> as tempting as that might be, I don't think you quite like that arrangement. Really, Christine, you've been in such a foul, angsty mood as of late. It's as if you don't have a care for anything we're trying to do for you. You don't give a shit about me. Oh, that hurts, Christine. Now, (laughs) even your good doctor has feelings. Lucky for me, lucky for us, we're getting very, very close. So close, in fact, to our true purpose. voicemails. I'm tired of talking to a damn recording all the time. Anyway, I need to reschedule Thursday. You know I wish I didn't have to. Christine and my appointment got changed to look at some places. Get this. Thursday, we'll see in a house. And I, I know what you're thinking. We're not just moving because of the ants. Our rent's going up in a couple of months, and neither one of us likes this place enough to work extra to afford it. And did, did you know they just put in a vegan coffee shop down the street? I, for one, am ready to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> They're coming for our coffee now. Is nothing sacred anymore? I didn't even know coffee had to be vegan. I didn't even know it could be vegan. And... I know we've been through this, but for some incredible reason, far, far beyond my comprehension, Christine won't let me hire a fucking exterminator. (sighs) I can't let that bog me down, can't let that bog me down. So, like I was saying, she found this house only 30 minutes away, so don't worry. I'll still drop by unannounced and bother you. But a house. Can you believe it? Well, the pictures, I... <laughs> I'll show you. They aren't too shabby. It's got a grandparent vibe about it, you know. But what matters? Christine seems really excited. Lucky for me, she even figured out some budgeting. She's been negotiating with the landlord. She struck a deal that I'll do a few jobs here and there around the house in exchange for discounted rent. What a fucking deal maker she is, man, I tell ya. She's a magician with numbers too, and and will make it work. She's over the moon. 
to keep reminding myself, and that's what matters. Christine and old Robbie will make it work, even if it slims down our wallets to dust. Never count us out. But there's something bothering me a little bit, man. I just... Mm. Do me a favor. Cross your fingers this place isn't haunted or nothing. Uh, no, I can't think like that. Christine and me, we will get a proper neighborhood. And there's not going to be any of that gluten-free crap trying to take over the real food. The number you have reached has a voice mailbox that limits messages to two minutes. Your message was over two minutes. Goodbye. Describe it like I was afraid, maybe? Uh, that's not. I'm, I'm less surprised. That's almost worse. We went to see the house today. It was only 1,100 square feet, not counting the attic, but the windows made it feel twice the size. Robert keeps talking about how he'll convince the landlord to let him demo one of the walls to add an extra room, but. It doesn't even need it. The layout was... The layout was unique. It's a single bed plus the attic, but it felt like six rooms. There were so many doors and closets. Doors in, doors out, mirror doors to closet doors that... Well, doors that just didn't make any sense. Opening to practically unusable spaces and... I think that's why the attic felt alarming, almost. Like, didn't even need one. But I felt... I felt drawn to it somehow. I tried telling Christine that this layout just wouldn't do. I, I don't know if I told you this. I think I remember if I did. But she's been sleepwalking, I think, man. Who's to say she's not going to end up in one of these dwarf-sized closets in, in a fetal position? <laughs> not with the near-rotten state of some of the closet floors, I tell you. No, no, of course I didn't say this to her. 
I thought that we'd get tired of the allure by day three. So I made something up. I just... What matters is when, when I started building my case against this place, her eyes got all glazed. It's like she's obsessed with this house. Uh, almost. It's the only option for her. We, we saw some nice places, man. They were apartments, but uh, still, that it, it doesn't make sense. There was this harsh impatience in her eyes. Exasperated. She didn't say nothing, but she didn't have to. Uh, choose your battles, I guess. At some point while we were in the house, the realtor had to step out or take a call or something, but she pointed us to a jagged cut door in the corner of the living room, intently. She wouldn't leave until my hand was on the doorknob. So we crouched through this small door in the living room. Just in case you don't believe me, get this. On the tour, the realtor lady points to a little rough-cut door, shooing us in, without a word. I tell you, she's fake. Two-faced, that one. She flips on a dime. <laughs> I had to practically be on my hands and knees before she took a phone call. By this point, the look on Robert's face was almost comical. He glanced over at me and whispered, There's no way she means this fucking door. On the other side was a half-opened hatch. Its unstretched ladder waiting, inviting. The dank dust ripped into the back of my throat, but still, it, it felt calming, peaceful. So we're crawling now, and there's this dingy and dark attic foyer, probably four by four feet, serving as a landing to the hatch. Our realtor probably wanted to make sure if we got injured on that fucking drop-down death ladder, she couldn't claim she was responsible. Out of sight, out of mind. You know what they say. I swear, man, that thing was spring-loaded. Kaboom! So Christine and me climb up that rickety old ladder, and she goes first in case I need to catch her. So I pulled myself up first. I almost pretended to slip, but I'd save Robert the need for any gentlemanly gestures. Christine sure got some great forearm strength, I tell ya. <laughs> All I'm saying, we both kind of emerge in this cluttered room. A few windows, plenty of light, uh... Just like all those fucking movies, there are sheets, sheets, hanging on everything. Everything. When we got up there, you could tell. I could guess what was covered up. I don't care what anyone says. A room full of cheap, ghosty Halloween costumes, just waiting for you, hiding anything. I don't care what's under there. That's some fucked up shit to start with, man. All these upper right angles, sheets cascading off the sides like dressing gowns. Who the fuck is trying to rent this place with all this covered crap in the attic? Did they expect we'll let them just keep it up here? For what they're charging? No fucking way. <laughs> but then, dude, did Christine. I moved towards one, began to pull a sheet off when Robert shouted, What the hell are you doing? The number you have reached has a voice mailbox that limits messages to three minutes. Your message was over three minutes. Goodbye. But I continued to pull the sheet off the mirror. The reflection itself was crisp, polished, but 
The frame looked gray. Almost mildewy. Move to the next one. Dude, fuck the answering machine. She's, she's kind of a bitch. The point is, she rips off another fucking sheet. And what was it underneath? Just like the first one, surprise! A creeping ghost-like fucking mirror, that's Robert what- Robert was not pleased, to say the least. He literally jumped in front of the third mirror I tried to uncover, shouting about horror movies and curses and omens. So Christine goes to a third mirror and I gotta stop. I gotta stop, alright? She's seen scary movies, the same ones I have, and what is she- just gonna let all these haunted mirrors take a peek at us, not on my fucking watch. I reached for a fourth sheet while he was going on and on and rambling, and there really were covered mirrors everywhere. I just, I don't know, something about them being hidden felt more concerning than anything underneath. Something comforting about seeing my own face, my eyes, my control. Christine goes into a fucking frenzy, man. She starts tearing off these sheets left and right. I'm shouting, I'm waving my arms at this point, just trying to get her to snap the fuck out of it. God, it was like she was in some sort of trance. I can hear Robert, but with each new reflection, he gets soft. God, it was like she was in some sort of trance. My echo tilts its head right. Then center, then right again, the mirror, this mirror, there. We're all uncovered now. God, man, then Christine, she's staring at a reflection like, well, at best, she's trying to figure out something. Oh, those eyes, intense. But she was cocking her head side to side like she's fucking possessed. I was scared, dude, and no joke, I'm still fucking terrified. Her head's whipping around fast enough to break her own fucking neck. Each one, they work together like an alphabet, like a puzzle. There are so many ears. So much to see, I can see out of the corner of each of my eyes. I can finally see. And it's not just Christine that's freaking me out. I swear, Jesse, I swear I saw things out of the corner of my eye that couldn't, that wouldn't, that they, they were not there. Like places, outdoor places, indoor places, restaurants, gardens, shops, and in, and in more. I see sterile, cold tables, dark shapes lurking, guarding each corner, frozen, bitter grins and tight, strained muscles. But I see outlines, borders pulsing, announcing, and I see feet, thousands of tip-tapping feet, sparse-haired thoraxes marching toward me. Well, it, it looked like those woods, man. Those... You know, those not normal woods at the lake, those stupid trees, you can even call them that, uh, purple and glowing like hundreds of fireflies trapped inside. Is that why they were pulsing? No, 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 I know, man, it sounds fucking nuts, I swear, but when I looked at this reflected mirror, it was right there. Those half-dead willow trees, they were reaching out, they were all over my face, I couldn't stand it, man. It was like they were trying to suck me back in, so I just, so I just- The number you have reached has a voicemail box that limits messages to an unspecified limit. Your message was over 
in unspecified minutes. Goodbye. The podcast episode you have listened to has ended. If you would like to continue to listen to episodes, please donate to the Patreon every Thursday to prepare for new episodes releasing every other Thursday. While Patreon subscriptions are not necessary, I strongly recommend them. Your other options are as follows. Subscribe to the podcast. Tell others about the podcast. View the show notes. Visit the website. There are no other options. You have been listening to Ergo Ants. Goodbye.